Welcome to the BamaInsider.com podcast. My name is Kyle Henderson of BamaInsider.com. Thanks for joining us today. If you're from the home state of Alabama, or if you're from the great country of the United States, or if you're on the World Wide Web listening to the BamaInsider.com podcast, we appreciate you joining us. Today we close out our dominant series of Alabama football with talking recruiting. Alabama has been a dominant force on the recruiting front, and there's no better person to break it down than Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. Bone, thanks for joining us on the program. Glad to have you in the studio here in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, it's uh, good to be back. And, um, you know, you look back at uh, at all of Nick Saban's recruiting classes and, you know, ever since 2007 was his first year. And, you know, Coach Saban comes in, really only has about uh, you know, a month to put together a, uh, you know, a recruiting class, you know, really just trying to hold on to some guys uh, in the end, you know, make sure those guys stick. You know, they were able to keep Rolando McLean on board and then add some some big guys down the road. Uh, you know, Josh Chapman was a big, big get for Alabama. Uh, he was originally committed to Auburn, and they ended up flipping him uh, from Auburn to Alabama. William Blahos, who was an, who was an all-SEC center for the Crimson Tide. So you got some big guys in that first, you know, that first recruiting class. But really, everybody looks back the first, you know, full year of recruiting for Nick Saban was that 2008 recruiting class. And everybody saw coming in right off the bat, you know, Alabama was able to pull in a top 10 class in 2007. What was Alabama going to be able to do in 2008? Everyone assumed it was going to be a top tier recruiting class, probably going to be number one. And it certainly, um, you know, certainly was. You had a lot of, a lot of big name guys that were in that class who were, who are now NFL stars? Obviously, the number one player was Julio Jones, who, uh, you know, as everyone, as most everyone believes, is the top receiver in the NFL. Uh, he obviously had an unbelievable season last year. Um, you know, you had guys like Marcel Darius, Dante Hightower, uh, Courtney Upshaw, uh, Barrett Jones, Robert Lester. Uh, then you had Alabama's first Heisman Trophy winner, Mark Ingram, in that same recruiting class. So it was an unbelievable recruiting class, and everyone kind of compares every other class to that class. Now, now, 2009 was pretty spectacular, too. You had guys like Trent Richardson and A.J. McCarron and Eddie Lacy, D.J. Fluker, Dre Kirkpatrick. I mean, that class was unbelievable. Chance Warmack. You had a really, really good uh, really good class uh, in 2009. And then that 2010 dropped a little bit, uh, was number five overall in the Rivals.com recruiting rankings. And then after that, uh, 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, all number one rated recruiting classes according to Rivals.com. Um, 2015, a little bit of a slip, number two class. But 2016, 2017, uh, number one, number one uh, yet again. So, you know, it was, it's some unbelievable classes, and you know, a lot of these classes obviously lived up to the hype. Um, you know, we, we've seen in past uh, classes in the past that you know they may have had that number one ranking, but you know never never made it to a national championship game, or you know didn't didn't have any NFL draft picks, or um, you know had a lot of five star busts. Now, you know there have been some five star busts in Tuscaloosa, as many five stars as Alabama has signed. There's always going to be a five star bust, but you know, I think they've done really well with the, with the amount of talent that they've landed over the last several years and um you know really develop those players into being um you know elite college players and in 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 a lot of cases elite nfl players so 
Um, you know, it's really fun to watch and see and, and see these guys develop, you know, all the way from a high school standpoint uh, to all the way to an NFL standpoint. We're talking with Andrew Bone of BatmanInsider.com. You can catch all his content back on BatmanInsider.com. Jump on into the forums and look for the Alabama recruiting board. That's the Bone Zone, as we like to call it here on Bama Insider. And we're talking with him today about the dominance of Alabama football recruiting. And just over the years, how every single year Alabama has continued to land a top high caliber recruiting class every single year. Bone, what has Alabama football coach Nick Saban done differently than past football coaches at Alabama that has helped him land five-star after five-star when other five-stars are already on the program? What does he do differently than past coaches, in your opinion? Well, you know, Mike Sheila was was able to get some some top recruits. You know, when I first started in this business, um, you know, Alabama was on probation. They couldn't they couldn't sign. You know, I think in two thousand and three, they could only sign sixteen players in in their recruiting class. So they were on a probation for a little bit, lost some scholarships, but but uh, you know, Mike Sheila came in, and you know, everyone kind of just was waiting for him to land the big recruit um you know everyone thought that he could because he had such a uh, he was a young guy he was coming from the nfl he was an alabama guy but um you know he he had some he had some really good recruiting classes he had some really good players that he signed through the years but uh, everybody kind of just was waiting for that big five star and you know, he was in the running for some of those guys like tim tebow and and um you know some other big names i remember brandon spikes who was a you know, a ferocious linebacker for, uh, for for Florida that he had Alabama in his top two, but uh, but Nick Saban really was able to come in and just close the deal on a lot of these guys. He had obviously he had some NFL experience, but you know what he also had was a national championship at LSU. Um, you know, several great recruiting classes down there, a dominant program uh, at LSU before he departed and went to the NFL to the Miami Dolphins. And you know, a lot of people knew who he was, and he had a lot of relationships and in high school football and especially in um, in the southeast so you know he came in and just did an unbelievable job and you know a lot of people questioned what exactly was going to happen after that first season uh you know it was a seven and six season uh with a loss to louisiana monroe um you know they salvaged the season by winning a uh, you know getting over 500 by winning their bowl game uh that year but you know being able to pull in the number one recruiting class in the country uh, right after that seven and six year, uh, you know, being able to keep the top in-state guys. I think that year they signed every top in-state guy in the state of Alabama, led by Julio Jones and Marcel Darius and uh, Jarrell Harris and, you know, just uh, just an unbelievable group of in-state players in, in that class. And, um, you know, he was able to, uh, you know, piggyback on that and have an unbelievable football season. Took Alabama to the, uh, to the SEC championship in only his second year and had an unbelievable game against Florida. Now, Florida was heavily favored. Most people thought that Florida was going to uh, just steamroll through Alabama, but Alabama put up a tremendous fight. And Alabama actually, I think, uh, went into that game ranked uh, number one, and Florida was number two. Alabama just uh, had uh, had gone through the season undefeated, had a great year, but ended up losing that game, then lost the, um, then lost the Sugar Bowl game against Utah. But, you know, everybody kind of knew going into the, the next season that Alabama was, was going to have a tremendous team, tremendous shot to get back to the uh, 
to the SEC championship. But of course, everyone saw where uh, that it seemed like every single top player that Florida had that year who had won the national championship was all, everybody was returning. Tim Tebow was returning for his for his senior year. You had so much talent on both sides of the ball. Uh, there was no way that anyone was even going to come close to beating Florida, and Alabama just steamrolled them in the 2009 SEC championship, and and that's really how it's been almost ever since. I mean, Alabama has uh, has been just a dominant force on the football field, and um, you know they I, I mentioned you know they may lose a game, they may lose. The, it's not often you see them lose two games during the football season, but it has happened, and. Um, you know, it's kind of like in recruiting. Alabama doesn't lose too often uh, when it comes to going after these top recruits. And, and not only in the southeast, but from coast to coast. I mean, they're, they're able to go to California. They're able to go to Hawaii. They're able to go to New Jersey. They're able to go to um, Virginia, South Florida, and land top recruits. And that's just something that Alabama was really never able to do prior to Nick Saban getting there. Uh, especially during the Francione and Shula years. You never really saw that. You know, obviously, you'd have to go back to, uh, you know, Gene Stallings was able to get some top recruits. Uh, obviously, uh, Bear Bryant landed plenty of, uh, of talented players throughout the years, but, but, um, but I don't think we've ever seen it to a level of uh, what Nick Saban's been able to do. You're listening to the BamaInsider.com podcast. My name is Kyle Henderson alongside Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. Added a new message board to... The BatmanInsider.com website strictly devoted to recruiting. Bone, you pretty fired up about that? Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. It's awesome to uh, you know be able to, uh, to just have a board just for the uh, sole purpose of recruiting. And you know we have a lot of people who uh, who come to the board to uh, to see recruiting news. And you know there's just so much that goes on throughout the day. You may have a, a story in the morning that may not get a repost, uh, may not get any attention in the morning, but somebody's looking if someone's looking for it in the evening they're going to easily be able to see it on that new uh on that new recruiting board and you know we're going to have everything in all in one place which i think is pretty exciting and i think uh you know based on uh, the response so far it seems like just about everyone's pretty excited and, uh, and happy about it yeah obviously the goal is to bring you more coverage not less and to help organize the traffic that's going to be coming our way towards the football season you know you're going to have your team board that has everything else you know, moderated, of course, and then you're going to have your recruiting board. So it's really not that confusing. We just want to make things better for you on the BamaInsider.com website. I'm talking with Andrew Bone. We're talking recruiting on the BamaInsider.com podcast, talking Alabama's dominance in recruiting, and no no better person to talk to about that than Andrew Bone. Um, As we look in the years past, when Saban initially took over, I mean, did you really expect Alabama to do this well in recruiting year after year? I mean, it seems like, you know, I, I mean, was was that kind of the pulse when Saban took over? Well, in a way, you kind of expected Alabama to have top recruiting classes after top recruiting classes, but not necessarily number one every single year, especially with, you know, the amount of talent that, that he's assembled in Tuscaloosa year after year. And, and you have all these um, – I wouldn't say, you know, sometimes college coaches are going to use that uh, against Alabama. They're going to say, hey, you've got this guy and this guy up against uh, up against you on the depth chart. And this guy's a senior, this guy's a junior, this guy's a sophomore. They're all rated five stars coming out. And uh, you may not ever see the field. And then you'll have 
you know, fan bases, especially in, in social media these days, and I'm not saying Alabama fans don't do it because I see Alabama fans do it all the time. Uh, you know, they'll put, and there's no control over that. There's no regulations, but you see fans nonstop tweeting at recruits and recruits retweeting and liking, you know, these posts from, uh, from fans that are saying, hey, we want you at our school. This is why we want you at our school. Uh, this is why you shouldn't go to that school. And, um, you know, you see a lot of it. Um, you know, really on the uh, on the depth chart and the numbers, and and sometimes that um, that gives these recruits extra motivation. You know, when when they're being told by some people, "Hey, you're not going to uh, crack the depth chart, but you're going to crack our depth chart." Well, you know, they kind of they kind of look at it as, "Oh, so you're telling me that I'm not good enough to go in and make an impact? I can't be better than this guy when I when I step on the field." So it gives them a little bit of extra motivation. That happened. Uh, it's happened several times, but two instances in particular, Minka Fitzpatrick and Deron Payne. Both of those guys were told by several schools that were uh, recruiting against Alabama for them that they weren't going to see the field until they were at least a junior at Alabama because there was so much talent. Well, kind of gave Minka Fitzpatrick and Deron Payne a little bit of uh, a chip on their shoulder, and we saw both of them compete as freshmen, get on the field, um, you know, they worked really hard. Obviously, Minka is a uh, is an all uh, preseason All American. Deron Payne is on several preseason All American lists. So, uh, you know, both of these guys are juniors. So, uh, you know, they're juniors by the time they are, uh, or excuse me, they're All Americans by the time they're juniors. So, you know, it's, I think uh, you know it gives a lot of these guys extra motivation. And you know, of course, winning helps a lot. Uh, you know, you win on the field year after year after year. You're going to be able to bring in top recruits year after year after year. We're talking with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. You can catch our future podcast by simply downloading or subscribing to our podcast in iTunes or Google Play. Just search BamaInsider.com podcast. Talking with Andrew Bone regarding the dominance of Alabama recruiting over the last decade or so under Nick Saban at Alabama. Um, I mean, I think you bring up some great points, Bone, because, you know, when, when programs try to sell that you can't play at Alabama early, I mean, look who just started at quarterback for Alabama last season, right? Mm. Who, look who was the spring game MVP. It was Jerry Judy, a five-star, early and early freshman. Look who got 17 carries in the spring game. That was Najee Harris. So um, I think that's something that programs are obviously going to use against Alabama, but I think Alabama does a great job really explaining that the best will play period, whether that's yep. a senior, whether that's a freshman, and the best will play, period, and those, the players coming into the program know that. And I think what also helps sell Alabama's program, and I want to ask you on this in a second, you trust the process, you stay in as a freshman, you fight for that starting spot, working your way in year after year, and then guess what it leads to when you leave Alabama? I mean, Tony did a great feature on first-round draft picks. These guys are going to the NFL in the first round and, of course, second and third. But, I mean, look at the tremendous success that Alabama has had sending guys from college to the league. I mean, I, I think that's been exceptional. Do you think that also helps sell the program? Oh, absolutely. And you also see a lot of these guys that are going in the NFL draft are juniors. Um, you know, guys that are going in the first and second round from Alabama are juniors just about every single year. So, you know, a lot of these recruits, you know, if they know that there's a star in front of them um, – before they get to Alabama, you know, they know that the, all they have to do is wait. You know, if they wait their turn for a year or two, then it's going to be their, you know, it's going to be their turn. And you know, a lot of these guys are, you know, they're excited to be able to 
work behind or, or learn from these guys who've been on campus, who've been in the system, who who are becoming All-Americans, who are becoming first-round NFL draft picks. You know, you look at, uh, like, Alabama's past linebacker group. I mean, you had Rolando McClain and Dante Hightower, and you had C.J. Mosley, then Reggie Ragland. You had uh, then Reuben Foster. You had all these guys just playing behind each other and learning and and understanding the defense and, and picking up pointers from these guys who are older than them. And, uh, you know, that's how it is at just about every position in Tuscaloosa. And, you know, these guys know that they're going up against the best, you know, players week in and week out. I, th- I remember, you know, seeing someone mention the other day, I love going to play at Alabama, or excuse me, I love practicing at Alabama because the person that I'm practicing against is the best player that I'm going to be facing all week long. You know, when they're getting prepared for a game against uh, Auburn or LSU or Georgia, whoever it may be, you know, they're going up against a guy who was rated as a five-star uh, all week at practice. So, you know, I think that helps, you know, that helps the team out tremendously. You are listening to the BamaInsider.com podcast. My name is Kyle Henderson, the host of the show, along with Andrew Bone, our recruiting analyst. You can follow Andrew on Twitter. Just follow our Bama Insider Twitter account. He's the one who posts all the recruiting stuff and Uh, Make sure that you don't miss out. And, of course, you can find all our coverage back on BamaInsider.com every single day. And we actually created a new message board for Andrew where he can just bring you all the recruiting coverage that you want. It's really, you know, the bone zone, if you want to call it. It's called the Alabama football or Alabama recruiting board on the ticker. But everybody knows it's the bone zone. So um, happy to have him on the program today, chopping it up recruiting-wise. SEC Media Day approaching. That will take place July 10th through July 13th in Hoover, Alabama. Tony Sokalis and I will be bringing you everything you need from SEC Media Day. Andrew will be holding down the fort. And um, we got a big recruiting barbecue taking place at um, in the end of July. Bone, can you fill us in on what's going to happen? Uh, is that July 21st, 22nd? Yeah, July 21st. I think uh, everybody's really excited about that because I think everyone thinks that you know, Alabama's going to get some commitments on that on that weekend. Um, it's a Friday night. A lot of uh, a lot of top guys are going to be coming uh, to Tuscaloosa. Going to spend time with the coaching staff. You know, a lot of people will be there with their families. You're going to have a lot of you know, big name guys who are there. You're going to have a lot of out of state guys. Um, you know, some of the guys who are confirmed uh, include uh, Cameron Latou, who's going to be making his third trip back to Tuscaloosa, uh, four star defensive end out of uh, out of Salt Lake City. So I think there's a good chance we could see Cameron Latou jump on board with the Crimson Tide on, on that weekend. J.J. Peterson, Alabama's uh, top linebacker target out of, uh, out of Colquitt County, Georgia, expected to be back in town. You're going to have some in-state guys who are going to be in town, like Justin Ross, uh, the five-star receiver out of Central Phoenix City, uh, Conus Miller, the four-star D lineman out of uh, Jackson Olin. Uh, you got a lot of big names that are going to be in, on campus. We're going to have the full scoop on BamaInsider.com, uh, you know, guys that all the guys who are expected to be there, guys that we feel like could make a decision, guys that we feel like could end up, um, you know, Alabama could end up making a strong move for, you know, with a good visit to Tuscaloosa that weekend. Bone, any chance that Alabama doesn't take a quarterback in this class? I mean, it seems preposterous to ask, but I mean, we don't have a quarterback yet for Alabama. There's only, you know, a handful of commits thus far. I mean, let's just play hypothetical here. I mean, Alabama's going to take a quarterback, and, and what does it mean if they don't? I mean, that's probably absurd, right? 
You know, I think they'll end up taking one. They want to. They want one of these elite quarterbacks. There's no doubt about it. Every, pro, of course, every pro, program wants an elite quarterback. But you know, you look at the guys who are on campus, um, and it, it goes back to what we, you know, kind of talked about earlier. Um, you know, Jalen Hurts had an unbelievable freshman season, reigning SEC Offensive Player of the Year. I mean, he he racked up so many uh, postseason awards after his freshman year. But Tua Tongo Viola still wanted to go to Alabama. I mean, he was a he's a Rivals 100 quarterback, on top quarterback prospects in the country. A lot of schools wanted him. A lot of schools said, hey, you could come here and, and make an impact. Uh, as a freshman, as a sophomore, you don't have to wait on the bench. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to go to Alabama because he felt like Alabama presented him with the best opportunity for his future. Um, and Alabama's looking for the next guy who uh, who feels the same way. And they're going to have some top guys that are going to be on campus uh, this uh, this month, uh, including Matt Corral, uh, the big five-star quarterback out of California, going to be making his first trip to Alabama. They had Justin Fields, the five-star quarterback out of Georgia, on campus um, a few weeks ago. And, you know, there's still some other guys that are out there that they're hoping to get on campus, maybe for an official visit. I think Alabama is more so waiting to see – I guess not necessarily Alabama, but more so these prospects are waiting to see what this Alabama offense is going to do this fall. Um, and, you know, Alabama could end up getting a guy late in the process. Maybe a guy ends up flipping a commitment. Maybe a guy that they feel like they're on the outside of right for right now. Maybe he visits here in the next few weeks. Maybe he visits in the fall. They get it really excited about the offense and decide Alabama's the best position for uh, for them. So, I would be shocked. I know some people think that um, Alabama could pick up a quarterback before the end of the summer. I actually don't. I think it will be after the season or maybe during the season once um, once a lot of these guys are able to watch the offense and see how it's run um, you know, under the new system. We're talking with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. We're just going over recruiting, and we're actually started off the program talking the dominance of Alabama recruiting, and we've kind of segued into – what to expect for this year and talking about the class of 2018 bone. So, so let's go down the running back list real quick. So Damian Pierce decommitted from Alabama, James Cook decommitted from Florida state, Zamir white committed to Georgia. Asa Martin remains uncommitted as does who else we got on the running back board. Who, who would be one more running back that we got? I mean, so you got James Cook, Asa Martin. I mean, would would Asa, would James Cook be considered an Alabama target, the five star? You know he is. Um, you know, he's a guy that Alabama would take. Is he a guy that that I think will end up at Alabama? Not not right now. I think he would need to have a good visit in Tuscaloosa, and, and um, Alabama really need to. Not necessarily step up their recruiting efforts because they've been recruiting him. They they've liked him for a long time. He's always been a take for Alabama, but at the same time, it's always yeah, the, the general feeling has always been for that he would end up at Florida State no matter what. Even you know he's committed to Alabama right now, but um, but they're just gonna have to wait and see what happens. Um, you know, Asa Martin is announcing his decision on August the twenty fourth, so I think uh, there's a good chance that he jumps on board. Will Alabama? take two running backs if there's somebody very special that they could get in addition to asa martin 
they would probably take another running back, but it's not necessarily that they have to take two. I think I think one's good enough. Um, if they get Asa Martin, they would be extremely excited. And they've got a great uh, running back group, obviously, a great young running back uh, core down in Tuscaloosa right now. If they add one more to the mix, they'll be uh, they'll be happy, especially with a guy like Asa Martin because he's one of those guys who you, know, you can he can run between the tackles. Um, you know, he can bounce to the outside. He's a tough, tough running back. He also has great hands and, um, you know, can go out and catch the ball. Moving to the tight ends, Luke Ford, six foot seven, 250 pound tight end out of Illinois. And then also Dominic Anderson, the junior college player at six six two fifty five out of Yuma. What's your take on those guys? Well, I think Alabama has a shot with both of them. Uh, Luke Ford has Alabama at the top of his list. Um, he, I think he wants to wait a little bit longer before making a decision. We may see him back in Tuscaloosa uh, for that barbecue. If he makes that trip back down for the barbecue, there's a good chance we can see him jump on board. Uh, Dominic Anderson is going to be at the barbecue. He's making his official visit to Alabama that weekend, uh, making a de- expected to make a decision on August the 1st. So that bodes well for Alabama, getting him on campus, um, you know, a little bit uh, more than a week before he makes a decision. So we'll see what happens there. But Alabama loves both of those guys. They're very high on both of them. And, um, you know, could see either one or possibly even both in Alabama's recruiting class. Moving to the defensive side, Micah Parsons, a five-star, along with K.J. Henry, also a five-star. What's the latest on those guys? Well, both expected back in Tuscaloosa this summer. Uh, well, excuse me, from Micah Parsons making that first trip to Tuscaloosa. That's going to be huge. The former Penn State commitment out of Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, uh, planning on spending several days in Tuscaloosa uh, beginning next uh, next weekend. So uh, there's a lot of excitement about that. Uh, he's been at the top of Alabama's recruiting board for a long time. So you know, just uh, need to get him on campus to kind of see what happens there. Uh, K.J. Henry has Alabama very high on his list and visited Tuscaloosa earlier this summer. Uh, being recruited more as an outside linebacker, jack linebacker target, and Alabama just loves him. He's been a top target for a long time. So getting him back on campus uh, this summer before the season starts would be huge. But don't see him announcing until uh, till later on down the uh, down the road. Alabama has six commitments right now from the class of 2018. Stefan Wynn, the latest to commit. Before that, it was Jalen Armar Davis. What can you give us your take one more time on Stefan Wynn, the six foot five, 285 pound defensive end out of the IMG Academy? Well, he's just a, a really big athletic defensive lineman. You still got to uh, you got kind of got to get him on campus and, and teach him some, some things. He's still a raw kid, but but very athletic. He's got great hands, has good speed, and uh, you know once he kind of puts it all together, I think he could be a very good defensive lineman. We're talking with Andrew Bone of BamaInsider.com. You can catch all his coverage back at BamaInsider.com. My name is Kyle Henderson. I'm the host of the show, along as the as long as well as the managing editor of the program. Um, you can find all our stuff on BamaInsider.com. Alabama versus Florida State kicks off the college football season September 2nd um, in Atlanta at the new Mercedes-Benz Stadium, a game that everybody's going to be watching. It's on primetime TV. Bone, does a game like this help recruiting as well? I mean, all eyes are going to be watching this game. Big-time matchup against Florida State. Are, are these the type of games that... You know, Nick Saban's not going to say it's the most important game just because, you know, it's the first game of the season. But I think in the back of his mind, it's a great opportunity to kind of send the message that the Alabama football dynasty is far from being over. 
Well, yeah, that's uh, absolutely right. And you know, Alabama loves these big national spotlight uh, games. Uh, first weekend of the college football season, they've been doing it for a long time, and and um, you know it really started. You know, back in 2008 when Alabama opened the season up with Clemson, and Clemson was a top-five team that year, and Alabama ends up just dismantling uh, Clemson in that game. It's funny to say, uh, you know, now that Alabama and Clemson have had you know, back-to-back games in the uh, in the um, national championship, but, you know, really, Alabama's run really started with that, um, with that game. I mean, they were just so – Clemson was just a high-profile team. Alabama, I think, was – now, preseason rank maybe 22 or 23. Clemson was you know, five or six, and Alabama just went in there and, and just whipped them bad. I, I can't remember the exact score, but it was it was a tw- at least a 20, maybe 30 point win for the Crimson Tide in that opening game. And you know, they continue to do these big marquee games every year, whether it's in uh, you know Dallas or Atlanta. And um, you know they've uh, you know they've obviously benefited uh, tremendously from it. And um, obviously they. They play on national television just about every week, but uh, but going out and scheduling a tough out of conference team for the first game of the season uh, is huge, and uh, you know it gets a lot of attention, and a lot of uh, a lot of recruits certainly pay attention to it. Bone for your fans out there, for the listeners of the BatmanInsider.com podcast, tell listeners how they can follow you on social media and they, and where they can find all your coverage at. Well, you can follow me easily at Andrew J Bone which is my Twitter handle. Um, you can also come over to BamaInsider.com, click on the forums link, and click on our new Alabama recruiting board, which we're very excited about. There's going to be a ton of information on there. But um, obviously the Talk of Champions board is still going to be a pretty uh, jumping place for all your other Alabama needs, uh, sports needs, and um, you know whatnot. I'm sure we'll have some uh, you know, off-topic threads on there as well. But uh, but for all your recruiting needs, you know, please jump on the Alabama recruiting board and also follow me at Twitter at Andrew J Bone. Well, that's going to do it on the BamaInsider.com podcast. We appreciate you listening, and we hope that you continue to spread the word about BamaInsider.com on social media. Feel free to share those links with your friends on Facebook and Twitter, and you can also follow us on Twitter at Bama Insider, same on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Bama Insider. But all of our coverage is going to be back on the website, BamaInsider.com. From Tuscaloosa, Alabama, this is the BamaInsider.com podcast. Stay tuned for tons of SEC Media Day coming your way on BamaInsider.com. Tony Sakalas and myself will be down in Hoover bringing you everything you need. Remember, on Wednesday, Nick Saban will talk to the media along with Bradley Bozeman, Mika Fitzpatrick, and Calvin Ridley. Excited to really get the football season amped up. From Tuscaloosa, Alabama, this is the BamaInsider.com podcast.